Hey everybody, welcome to our podcast. I'm Alicia. And I'm Chelsea. And this is Camp Final Girls. Hey everybody, how's it going? be able to respond to you well you respond to me (laughs) i'm not everybody i am everybody to you yeah i was gonna say that (laughs) you're everybody to me well hi sorry for alicia always making the intro so awkward (laughs) (laughs) i always do for my turn i don't know why because i'm a weirdo yeah or i'm trying to do it and you just interrupt interrupt me what <laughs> I'm literally gonna kill you. Murder will happen. Wait, did I even pl- I didn't even plug my microphone in? Oh my gosh. This is already a bad intro. Yes. Sorry, people. Okay. Right now? Yeah, you do. <laughs> oh my uh, god. I thought I needed more alcohol, but I don't think I do. I don't think so either. I'm just really tired. Okay. I went to the gym this morning for the first time in, it's only been like a week, but (laughs) you're like in a week. That's wow. I just spit everywhere. That's forever (laughs) for me. Okay. And I worked my legs and they're super tired. So, well, now you only have to work your mouth. Perfect. And I'm going to watch your mouth move. Yes. And it'll probably put me to sleep because you're boring. Oh, thank you. I know. Because I'm not a good storyteller like you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you were boring, but you are be your friend. <laughs> well, what if they think I'm boring? Well, then they can suck it. <laughs> but uh, what'd you do today? Absolutely nada. Just kidding. Um, She's not. Why well, I, I stayed home, but. I the kids wanted to decorate a little bit. Did you so, put your tree up yet? No, I was going to, but then um, I was trying to find other things. I couldn't find it, so I got aggravated. Then my kids annoyed me, so I was like, "I'm not doing it today." <laughs> they're pretty annoying. Yeah, they're brats. <laughs> Mine is too, but I took her today to go see Santa, and it was like this. Um, girl that I used to go to small group with before I moved she like has her own photography company and so I went and signed up for hers and it was at this place um it was like a little marketplace and it was really cute they had like little stalls set up and stuff and that's where I got my new tumbler with this sticker can you see it oh yes very nice now I can't (laughs) The camera doesn't want you to see it, but no. And then um the uh Santa, because I was talking to her husband because I knew him from small group too. I was talking to him while she was like taking pictures and stuff. And um I was like, oh my gosh, that that's such a good Santa because the Santa had like it was a real beard, mm-hmm. like he grew it himself, but it wasn't white, it was more like a gray. But he I don't know what he looked really good, and he's like, Oh yeah, that's my dad. And I was like, oh, it is. And he's like, yeah, he's like, he's all, I want to grow a beard this year and be the Santa. And then um, 
I was like, oh, and he's like telling me that and Penelope's standing right there and she's off. Your dad, Santa? Oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know. He has three kids. So I don't know how he didn't think to not say that right wow. in front of my six-year-old. That's, that's crazy. But she was acting really shy. And I was like, when she was taking pictures with Santa and they like asked if she wanted to sit on Santa's lap and she said no. And I was just like... <laughs> Well, that's good because he's a stranger, stranger danger. But normally she likes strange men, so it's really, (laughs) really weird that she didn't like Santa. Like maybe because he was a weird-looking strange man. I don't know. But yeah, that's. I mean, oh, we uh, put up our tree today too, so that was real cool. Did you decorate it too, or just? Mm -hmm. Yeah, her. Um, Janelle's family came over to help us with it too. So, um, yeah. (laughs) And I realized too, that I left all of my ornaments in California that I had bought for me and P over the years. So I guess when I go visit for Christmas, I'm going to have to get them. Will you be able to fit them on your plane? Like, is it a lot of stuff or just like a few? Uh, I mean, they're not that big, first of all. And second of all, I have the biggest suitcase in the world and we're flying Southwest and they let you check two bags for free. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that's good. I know. Cause I don't know how you fit all of your stuff on a carry on. <laughs> well, so I, I, I squished everything in. <laughs> I know, but I always tend to like overpack, like I will pack like 12 pairs of underwear like I'm gonna shit myself every day so <laughs> probably will <laughs> I will and I'm probably gonna bring like 16 outfits because I always bring stuff and I'll be like oh my gosh I didn't bring anything I want to wear yeah so. I know I usually will bring like a couple extra just because I'm like maybe I'll want to wear this maybe not I don't know I kind of give myself options because you never know you might change your mind yeah and we're probably gonna go um usually on Christmas Eve we go to the the service at church so I gotta bring like a dress for that you know you know how they do the candles the candle like have you ever gone before no you haven't no why why would I go to church on Christmas Eve no I that's when I spend it with my family that's when we do our Christmas. That's like the one time a year that heathens go to church and you don't even go to church on that day. No. You should. It's really cool. They give everybody candles and the whole auditorium like lights up. It's really cool. No. <laughs> okay. I guess I'll see you less then while I'm there. I'll think about it. Well, it depends because I, I have my kids that day and then I have to, they go back to their dad Christmas morning. Well, make them come with you. Oh yeah, they won't. One will, but the other two, no. Gosh, your kids are won't. such brats. They are demons I, like, in disguise. I was talking to my mom about them. Today. I was so mad. Yeah, like, kids these, suck. These kids these are days. so lazy. It annoys yeah. me. That's why I get on top of my child about like stuff because I'm like I'm seeing how these generations are going, and I'm like, hell no. Like I get so mad at it she tends to like take her dirty clothes off and literally puts them right next to the basket, like, right. And I'm like, uh, like, it's like, you could have just turned your body this way and thrown it instead of just like 
Not turning well, I have all. three of those demons and they like to throw their clothes wherever they are. Yeah, I would beat their ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, I, I, yeah, yeah, I can't. I don't know. Kids are getting worse. worse. I know. I love my kids, but they annoy the hell out of me. But, but kids these days too are so woke, you know? like they're all up on the trends and stuff and I'm like yeah but what about the trend of like helping your parents yeah you know what you want you want to hear something funny what so my daughter took out all the stuff from the dryer and put it on my bed I'm like oh are you helping me she goes yeah and then she she takes all the stuff out of the dryer puts the stuff in the washer I said why are you doing that I said are you gonna help me fold them she goes no, I'm trying a new TikTok. <laughs> a TikTok like, about not helping your parents? No, but it, it's in the washing machine. I had clothes in the washer. So I guess you like spin it around and it looks like your hand is like spinning or whatever. I don't, I don't know. know what you're talking about. I don't know. It's some weird TikTok trend. Like and I'm you like, put your really? phone in the washer? Yeah. You put it in the washer and then you put your hand in and it spins around. So it kind of looks like your hand spinning or whatever. I don't know. Some weird thing. <laughs> I'm like, really? It takes a TikTok much. trend for you to actually help me with that? She wasn't. She was just using you. Yeah. And abusing you. <laughs> I know. It's these days, man. Can't. It's too much. All right. <clears throat> so are you ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. Nice transition. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um. So I wasn't sure about my story, but then this one came up and I was like, oh, perfect. I said, it's almost. How'd you find it? I honestly don't remember. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I don't, but I was just kind of like looking. I don't remember if I was looking on podcasts or um, looking at stories, but I found it and I don't know, it kind of like. what's the word? Like it's, it was like, it opened my eyes. Attention. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> See, I can't speak right eyes. now. <laughs> it opened my eyes. <laughs> um, so this is the story of the murder of 17 year old Michelle Avila. Do you know this? I don't know. Usually I don't know until you start getting okay. into the details. <clears throat> she was known as Missy for short. She grew up in the San Fernando Valley in the city of Arlita with her mother, Irene, and three brothers, Ernie, Chris, and Mark. She was born on February 8th, 1968. She was a very beautiful, popular girl in school. You can assume with all this popularity and beauty that she would have a lot of attention, which she did not only with the boys, but with the girls, and they were really jealous of her. Even though Missy was bullied at school, she had her She best- was bullied for being pretty? Yeah. <laughs> That's sad. You can't even be pretty these days. No, because they're jealous. These girls are so bitter and jealous, and mm-hmm. they're, they're, they just bully you for being pretty. It's stupid. Sad. But this was back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Like, it's worse that it was happening around this time, too. So she had her friend Karen Severson- that would also fight her battles and stick up for her. They grew up together since the age of eight when Missy moved in on the same street as Karen, and they became inseparable. 
These girls were really there for each other through all the bullying that was happening at school. While Missy was being bullied for her good looks, Karen was bullied for other reasons, such as her weight and not being the best looking girl. Um, I'm sorry. Is this, you said what, what grade were they in? Uh, they were in high school. High school. Got it. So <clears throat> although the, the girls are, when the girls became older, they started to grow apart. When Karen got pregnant at the age of 14, she yeah. had a, yeah. That's so young. She, she dropped out of school and in Missy's junior year, she began to date a boy named Randy. He was known as a bit of a bad boy mm. because he enjoyed partying. And, um, but this only lasted about a month because Missy decided to end things because she just wasn't into that. Uh, shortly after they broke up, Karen started to date Randy. Surprise, oh, surprise. No. Yeah, right. After she already had a baby by somebody else. Mm-hmm. And yep. she was the not, not so pretty one. Yep. <laughs> What's I know. They even moved in together. Um, at 14? No, she had the baby at 14 or she got pregnant at 14. When she was a junior in high school, she moved in with this boy. Yes. Oh, wow. Yep. And um, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but, you know, never. Hap- I've never gotten pregnant at 14. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not that part. <laughs> or moved in with my boyfriend literally ever. I've never no, I mean, a like a friend of yours dating like someone you dated. No, but sisters have done that to me. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, I guess then you kind of know in a way, but it's worse, I guess. Yeah, was really pissed. Well, actually, mine was worse, probably, but you already know that story. <laughs> yeah, that's a horrible story. <laughs> Which I'm not going to tell. No, but don't. anyway, <laughs> but that's happened to me. Like when I was in high school, I would have literally, I would date a guy, but I wasn't really allowed to date. So it was kind of like, I don't know, weird dating. I don't know. Secret dating. Secret dating. Um, and then if we broke up, then my friends would date them, which I thought was a little weird, but I don't know. Yeah. Or they would even date them like girl for me where everybody just all dates each other. And I'm like, yeah, I I didn't think that it would happen, but I don't know, maybe because I live in a small town and nobody really likes to venture out. So they're just like, oh, I know this person. So I'm just going to date them. I mean, more recently, that frenemy that, or she's not a frenemy, she's an enemy now, <laughs> that we have, she, like, we would go on dating apps, and since we lived in the same city, we, she'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm talking to this guy, and you'd be like, oh no, I'm talking to that guy too, and she'd always be like, ah, well, he's obviously gonna choose you, and I'm like, Sorry. <laughs> Sound a little jealous? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think women are very vindictive yeah. at times without thinking or caring. Um, Karen started going back to school and I think she felt that Missy was choosing her relationships with boys over her friendship and it caused a rift between them. Missy what? started. Yeah. That's I hard. think it was, yeah, I think it was more because she was very, a very jealous person. Yeah, well, she's the one that got pregnant at 14 and then dated her friend's ex. Yeah, I will mention, though, she was adopted. And Karen? Yeah, Karen was adopted. And when 
Karen first met Missy, she would even lie about aspects of her life to kind of prove her inferiority. Um, And I think, yeah, I think she just wanted to feel sympathy. Yeah. I don't know. I thought, I thought that was very interesting that she would lie about certain things um, just to kind of get attention since she wasn't getting the attention she wanted. Yeah. So. Oh, I remember in high school, um, I pretended. (laughs) Oh, so you're one of those? (laughs) Girl, I don't know what I was thinking. It was so much drama. I pretended like I was dating a redheaded British guy and we... (laughs) would talk on the phone occasionally I remember one of my friends was like I want to see a picture of him and so I found a really like far like distance picture of a redhead on steps and she's like, wait is that Ron Weasley from (laughs) wait what what steps he was sitting on some steps I don't know (laughs) I don't know what steps he was sitting on oh that's I just he sent me that picture you're like I guess he's lying (laughs) (laughs) poor me dating some redheaded British liar (laughs) oh my gosh that's funny what a weirdo I was you were (laughs) still am (laughs) so anyway (laughs) Missy started rumors um or Missy started sorry Karen I was like (laughs) character art Sorry. Karen started rumors about Missy that she was sleeping around with other girls' boyfriends. Yeah. She even got beat up for that by a group of girls. Wow. Yeah. What a horrible friend. I know. She pretended. Mm -hmm. She was a friend of me, not a friend. So while Karen was dating Randy, they went to a party and Missy was there. It seemed as though Randy was still kind of hung up on her because he grabbed her and um, sat him on his lap and Missy got upset and she went and told Karen and Karen got angry about it. Um, oh, and I Missy's think she, like, your boyfriend just sat me on his lap. Yeah. And she told her, she's like, you shouldn't be dating him. He's not a good guy. And she didn't want to believe her. She probably just thought that she just wanted him to herself. So she started, I think for her, like she started to believe her own lies, like, oh, she's going to come after my guy now, you know, that she had first. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I don't know. She, that's how you can tell, like she had so much anger towards her for no reason. Because she she was jealous. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And uh, according to Missy's brothers during high school, Missy uh, became involved with the wrong crowd Uh, She hung out with the people that were involved in drugs and drinking. Uh, She was even in an argument with her brother uh, shortly before her death because of this. Um, Her grades began to slip. She was skipping classes. She even changed schools. Um, I think she did it for Karen because Karen had just had a baby and she didn't want to go back to school like and feel like weird 
you know, about that. Like so Karen was, wasn't at school because she had a baby. Mm-hmm. So they ended up going to a continuation school for like troubled teens and those that are like, you know, trying to make up credits. So um, this is where they started to hang out with a girl named Laura Doyle. Um, They already knew her because they're the same age, same grade. They even lived on the same street, but I think they started hanging out with her more because she went to the school. Uh, Sources say the girls were close and others say they didn't like Missy at this point. But the only people that really know are those that were close to her. I think uh, they were trying to just be friends with her because she was popular. You know, she was popular at her old school and the new school, too. So I think it Missy? made them. Yeah, Missy. Even though she was being bullied, she was popular? Yeah. She was being bullied by the girls. By her friends. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're her friends, like other girls. Oh. Yeah. I'm so confused. No. <laughs> She was being bullied by other girls because okay. they were for, because of jealousy. Mm. So, um, but even it, um, even though there's like je- there's jealousy and hostility even in between friends, like mm-hmm. obviously, which we both have encountered. Ten days before Missy was reported missing on September twenty third, nineteen eighty five. Karen and Missy were at a local park seeing getting into a physical altercation with one another. She even threatened to hit her with a beer bottle over her head, pushing her to the ground and beating her. Who, Karen? Karen was doing this to Missy. Yes. Um, Missy's mother even mentions that the girls would always fight and they would always fight over the same things, which was boys. It's always about boys. I would never fight you for a boy because we have very different tastes in men. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, Two weeks from her death, Karen went to visit Missy's mom and she was speaking very ill of her daughter and she didn't like that. She said Karen was saying that her daughter was flirting with everybody's boyfriends and trying to take them away and... Irene, which was Missy's mom, was like, no, you need to leave if you're going to talk about my daughter. I'm going to go visit your mom when I go out there and just talk shit about you. (laughs) See how it goes down. She'd be like, first of all, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) No, she would not say that. She knows you. That's true. That's true. And out of all my friends, I have to say she likes you the most. So (laughs) I'm your only friend. That's true. (laughs) <laughs> no i have other friends i'm lonely i'm just kidding okay um october 2nd 1985 is the day that missy went missing missy had told her mom that she was going out with her friend laura laura picked up missy around 3 30 she seemed really happy and excited my thinking is she was trying to lure her because she was We're probably really going. Pre- I'm going to get to that. But Sorry. Laura, like Laura and Karen were obviously the ones that were pretending to be her friend, I think. And I think they probably told or Laura probably said, hey, like, I want to apologize. Let's go hang out. And 
you know, let bygones be bygones or whatever. I'm sure that's because why else would she be really happy to go out with this girl who was like talking shit about her? So Missy told her mom that she would call around eight if it got too late, like, and she was still not home. A few hours later, Laura called Missy's home around six to speak with her, which surprised her mom because she's like, wait a minute, aren't you guys together? Uh, Laura told Missy's mother, Irene, that she dropped her off and she was seen getting into a blue Camaro with three boys and she had left her to run some errands and get gas and she went back there and they were gone. <clears throat> at a park uh yes okay. so this is what was said over the phone laura had called her mom she asked to speak to michelle aka missy i said what are you talking about she's with you she said no i left her at the park and this is end quote what her mom said her mom said The phone call kind of hit me funny or hit me kind of funny. She began to worry around eight when Missy didn't call and she stayed up all night by the front door, hoping that her daughter would be coming home. And she never did. The following day, she ended up reporting her missing to the local police. And they said that they can't do anything until 24 hours, which at that time was still a thing, and it's, which is dumb, you know. <clears throat> but on especially October- when they're a minor, like, what are you talking about? That's so dumb. Yeah, exactly. So two days later, after reporting her missing, they found her body face down in eight inches of water, pinned underneath the log. In the big Towinga Canyon in the <laughs> Angeles National Forest. Oh. Yeah. By a hint or like how did they know to look there? <clears throat> Is that where that park was or something? It was around that area. Okay. So the park that they said that they were at, it was about maybe 100 yards or so, like into the woods. Okay. Um. When they found Missy, her hair had been cut off. My thought is obviously because she's beautiful. I feel like I have heard this case before, but it has been a long time. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. Trying to make her look ugly. Yes, exactly. That's obviously where they're like, oh, she has beautiful hair. She's pretty. So let's make her ugly. Whoever did it. Wait, what's her last name again? Missy or Michelle Missy Avila. Uh, I'm going to look her up while you're talking. Oh, so you can see what she looks like? Yeah. So the cause of death was drowning, obviously, because she was in water face down. At first, no one knew who had done this heinous crime to this beautiful young woman. The only information they had was from laura saying there was three guys in a camaro the blue camaro that's it Uh karen and laura offered to help missy's mom find out who was responsible they looked for that car day and night they would even 
Missy's mom said she would even stop guys in the street at 11 o'clock at night and make them get out of their cars. Karen would be right there next to me the whole time. She said she felt really bad that she hassled innocent people. Laura and Karen attended Missy's funeral to show their support and sympathy. Karen even sent Irene a card with $20 in it. The card said how heartbroken she was about what happened to Missy, and she even claimed to feel like she was her mother as well. During the investigation, Laura and Karen were extremely cooperative. They would even go to go with Irene to the police station so she wouldn't go there alone. What became incredibly odd is that Karen and her two-year-old daughter moved in with Missy's family after her death, which what? Karen completely denies. She says she did not move in there, that she was just there all the time supporting them and helping them. But <laughs> according to her family, Missy's family, she did move in. Why, why, why would she lie about that? That's so weird. <clears throat> and also, why would she do that? I don't know. <laughs> Karen started to drink heavily and do drugs and missy's mother said what why are you drinking so much and she said because i lost my best friend karen would even visit missy's grave very frequently as well as where her body had been found irene said that karen even claimed to have seen missy's ghost (laughs) oh this girl yeah laura started to visit irene as well, very frequently, even claiming to want to kill herself because she was the last person to have seen her alive. She felt That's just very- like really weird to like butt yourself into the lives of somebody that died like that, whether you did it or not. It's just really weird, I feel like. Yeah, well, because- they well, I'll get into that later. <laughs> So at the time, Laura had told police she had dropped Missy off at Branford Park in Arlita on October 1st, 1985, while she went to get gas. When she left Missy, Laura said her friend had been talking to two young men in a blue Chevrolet Camaro. Upon returning a short time later, Laura noticed Missy and the two men in the car were gone. This was the only information they had for the next three years. They never had any other suspects. Sergeant Bill Patterson of the Sheriff's Department and one of the investigators in the case said Laura changed her story two years later. She said that she dropped off Missy at a neighborhood church and not Branford Park. Laura told sheriff's investigators she said that she lied before to cover up a drug deal in which the girls were involved in. It wasn't until July 1988 when a girl came forward by the name of Eva. I'm going to slaughter her name. Chirambolo. Chirambolo. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how to say this. Sorry if I say it wrong. Claiming that she was there that night of Missy's disappearance. And she barely came forward about it years later. The reason she came forward because she lost her brother to suicide that year and she got she felt really guilty because of the loss and she wanted to finally come out with it Mm -hmm. so she told her side of the story and she said laura picked up missy from her house they began driving to the park 
And Eva and Karen were following in a different car behind her. Mm-hmm. Three, the three girls got out of the car and walked into the woods, although it was unknown if Missy knew why they were going to the park. But Eva stayed in the car. I think maybe oh. she fell off about it. That's probably why she did well, well, yeah, I'm like, who is Eva? Why is she involved in? She's just a new girl that they, the other girls started hanging out with. And they're so. like, hey, we're going to go murder this girl at a park you want to come and she's like yeah but i'll stay in the car thank you (laughs) i mean who knows like why that other girl came she literally wasn't even involved but yeah but i will say well no i can't say this yet (laughs) i was like wait okay yeah once the story came out about what really happened this is where they were able to make arrest Karen claimed that after her arrest, bizarre as it sounds, the day I was arrested was the best day of my life. Keeping the secret was horrible. It was a relief. I was finally free from this huge burden I have been carrying. (laughs) So in March of 1990, Karen and Laura were both convicted of second degree murder. And so Karen was the one that confessed and got them arrested. No, Eva. 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 But Karen came out and she's like, yeah, okay, this did happen. Yeah. Basically. But they didn't do first degree because they didn't believe that they. It was planned. Yeah. Which I think is bull. Well, yeah. Yeah. For one thing, how would they bring scissors to chop off her hair? Like they already knew what they were doing at that point. They knew they were going to have scissors. Apparently, in your pocket, <laughs> you keep scissors with you. Why not? In case you need to chop off someone's hair. In case you want to ferret faucet somebody's they, hair. Yeah, I don't know. It's, <laughs> I I just thought that was a little weird. How they just the 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 whole situation. I'm like, how did they not believe that this was not first degree? Well, murder? maybe they didn't have enough circumstantial were, evidence. They were 17 at the time too, so um, that could be. Because they were minors. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming maybe that's why. I don't know. Which also pisses me off because I'm like, I don't care how old you are. If you murder somebody, you murder somebody. Just because you're a year away from turning 18. Wait, they were 17 at the time, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So dumb. Okay. Continue. So they got 15 years to life. Um, Karen. 15 years. Yeah, 15 years. But they ended up Karen ended up serving 23 and a half years. Uh, and she was released December 9th, 2019, 2011. <laughs> and yeah. Laura, Laura was released December 2012. And what serving, about Eva? She never got charged with anything. Why? I have no idea. It's like they didn't say manslaughter or something like they that. They never brought her up. From during that point, trial I, yeah because that's she wasn't, weird maybe she did a plea deal or something but that's if you're even if you're in the car you're mm-hmm. usually considered just as guilty as the people who are involved well, and she knew about it so it's, it's like crime 
Well, I was going to say crime after the fact, but (laughs) guilty by association. Yeah, there you go. She was there. Like she obviously. No. And like I said, usually if you're in the getaway car or whatever, usually you're found just as plausible Mm -hmm. because you were there and you could have stopped it. And what's crazy, though, is that after Karen was released, she was on the Dr. Phil show. To tell her version of what happened. According to Karen, she had built up resentment for years with Missy. So? I know, (laughs) right? Don't be her friend. Laura, Karen, and Missy started walking down the trail at the park. At one point, Missy stopped and said she didn't want to go any further. This is when Laura and Karen started to chop off pieces of her hair. Laura was was yelling at missy um and they both were just yelling at each other at this point oh uh, yeah chopping off her hair karen watched laura try to get missy into the creek water saying that she wanted to fight her but she refused so karen fight her was, in the water yeah apparently oh, i what, don't know this is, this is her story like yeah. this is what she's saying is happening but only the three of them really know what truly happened all i know is that that little that young girl ended up dead so it doesn't matter the circumstances but this is what she's saying she said that laura tied missy's hands behind her back and straddled on on top of her laura picked up missy's head out of the water and missy and karen locked eyes and then karen walked away to let laura kill missy so that's her story. Yeah, you never said that um what the cause of death was. Yeah, was it? no, you never said that. I did in the beginning. You just weren't listening. <laughs> hmm. I'll listen back when I'm editing and I will <laughs> determine. I said, and the cause of death was drowning because there was a log on her back and she was in the water face that. down. Yeah, yeah, I remember that, but so that was her story of the event, and Laura. Uh-huh didn't say anything after like only only karen okay was like can you imagine like murdering somebody and then serving 15 20 years in jail and then getting out like i can't imagine being a person after that just wait till you feel i there's more there's more to it like what great karen, yeah <laughs> so according 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 I can't even speak. According to those who knew Karen and Missy, they claim that Karen was definitely jealous of Missy because she was much prettier and had a lot of friends. Karen was always fighting and had something to prove. Missy was just herself and she had nothing to prove to anybody. Karen had a strange obsession with Missy. If another girl wanted to be Missy's friend, Karen made sure that she wouldn't get get close to her. She was oh my very, gosh, this sounds just like you with me. I am. Are you gonna murder me? <laughs> I'm very possessive of you. <laughs> like, don't you dare have any more friends. No, it actually sounds like someone else we know. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, one a, a longtime friend of the three girls said if Karen didn't go anywhere, she didn't want Missy to go anywhere. She didn't want her to have other friends. 
Karen wanted to be Missy. She wanted to be her in her family and basically take her place. Like, obviously, oh my gosh, that's also she was like at her you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm totally Karen. You are a Karen for sure. I, I'm a Karen. <laughs> hey, maybe that's where they got the name Karen from. Karens be Karens. Yeah. She even tried to be a surrogate daughter. Like her mother, Missy's mother said that when she was staying at the house, she plastered pictures of Missy all over the wall, the news articles, everything, which was really so, creepy. Okay. After killing her, like you're going to do all that. So you probably don't, don't know the answer to this, but where were Karen's parents and where was the father of her child? And what happened to her child when she went to prison? Go. I don't know what happened to her child when she went to prison. I'm assuming her Karen's parents, the adopted parents, raised her. Um, yeah, but she left her parents' homes home to go live. But with according Missy's to family. her, she didn't. So I don't know. I, I'm assuming that her parents just raised them because she was in jail for 23 years. So yeah, obviously. Her daughter was grown by then, so. Imagine your mom murders somebody and goes to prison and gets out. Then what? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I would never speak to her again. No. Mm-hmm. Like, mom. No, I don't care I... if you're my mom. You do something like that because of jealousy. Like, stay away from me. You're not a part of my life anymore. Well, I'm sorry. And you're obviously mentally unstable, too. Yeah. It's not what a normal person does. Exactly. And what's even more disgusting is that karen released two books after she was released from prison (laughs) the first one was called hope beyond the fences published in june 2013 under the alias k crane then in 2014 her second book was released called my life i lived it two days prior to the anniversary of Missy's death. Did you read these books? Heck no. <laughs> no thank you. Research. No. Get into I, the I, mind of these crazy people. No, I already know the mind of her. Not being it personally, but like seeing it. <laughs> I know because you are Karen. I already I, know. <laughs> no, but I know someone that sounds like her. So it's like kind of scary crazy just is in your life so yeah you know but um somebody did the I did get this off of a podcast so she did read the reviews because she didn't read the books either she read the some of the reviews and she said that the reviews just say it's a disgrace she had no remorse of any of this she said she was going to donate part of her proceeds to anti-bullying uh an anti an anti-bullying I can't even I swear anti-bullying campaign in Missy's name oh shut up yeah in 2015 though Missy's family sued Karen for the book and because of this Karen doesn't receive any profit off of the sales the profit goes completely to her family and resulting From this, California passed a law called Missy's Law requiring victims' families to be contacted before publishing works by criminals. 
Karen even traveled to different schools to talk about bullying. She was an anti-bullying advocate. Imagine you're at school and an anti-bullying advocate comes to your school and you find out she's that a she murderer. Murdered her friend. She's the bully. Like, yeah. are you serious? I feel like, um, who authorized this? Yeah, she what put herself in the spotlight. This was okay. I know, right? <laughs> she literally played the victim in this. She never apologized for it. She she basically blamed Missy for this happening. Like, well, well, how dare her be so pretty? I mean, I don't know if this this sounds familiar to you. Well, if you wouldn't have done this, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, that's like to a T. Ruined my relationship with my piercing lady, my nail lady. <laughs> Yeah, for but, no I, but it's your fault, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. You, you did have done something. That. I don't know you what did. you did, but you did. You did. Yeah, it. you were my friend. That's what. <laughs> wow, you ruined my relationship. I, I my... took you away. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> so yeah, that's my story. That's oh, but I will mention though. <laughs> I, I forgot to mention this. <laughs> Laura came from a family of addicts. So that's why she was. And cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Yeah, she was cuckoo. Oh my gosh. I just, um, I feel like this is like a tale as old as time. There's like this one case that it reminds me of that I'm not going to tell you about because it's really crazy and maybe I'll tell it on here, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> it's always like, okay, if you don't want to be friends with somebody, which this happens so often in middle school and high school where girls will choose one girl that they don't like for Mm -hmm. whatever reason jealousy they just don't like and I'm like okay don't be friends with them but to the fact that in this world people find each other where they both are so crazy that they want to kill somebody together like I can't imagine if I wanted to murder somebody I just went up to somebody and I was like hey Alicia let's murder this girl together and you're just like yeah let's do it I would hope you would be like what the fuck are you talking about no I'll just say why (laughs) if it's a good enough reason (laughs) I'll I'll help you no I'm just kidding no but I don't condone murder I have to say no yeah the only time I will murder somebody is probably if I find out that they did something to my child oh yeah like yeah that would be hard that would be hard not to want to do something you know yeah because then I picture like something happening to my child that somebody does and then I murder that person and then my child also doesn't have me in their life I know because I'm in prison yeah that's that's one thing that I'm like well maybe I wouldn't but Oh, it would be really hard not to not to yeah for sure and even if you know that that person is rotting in prison like I would just be like yeah but that person's still living mm-hmm. like do they deserve to I don't know it, it, it's just like it's it's like serial killer couples like how do two people like that find each other in this world it's just so weird. They're, they're it's both, so weird maybe their rotten brain they just sync together and it just magnetize they magnetize each other they find each other on the interwebs well nowadays they can (laughs) the dark web they're like hey i want to murder yeah now do you see why i chose this story does it ring bells yeah and i don't like it because i don't like thinking about that (laughs) 
<laughs> but yeah. I just thought I thought this was crazy because like I before so when I picked the story like obviously I was going for the situation that we went through but then my daughter I don't know if I told you like she went through a situation at her school and she's kind of still in the middle of it and I'm just like what is going on I oh I did tell you a little bit kind of and somebody's but, gonna try to murder her no not that but bullying like, I will take them down no okay bull- bullying or fights and I'm just like oh my are gosh you, are you serious yes. yesterday my six-year-old started crying because she told me that this girl that goes to her school is so mean to her and she's like mom I only have one friend and I'm like looking at her like what because she's so outgoing and she's like yeah and it's it's crazy because this one girl she's so mean to me all she does is give me dirty looks all day and I'm like she's a cute girl and she's funny and she's yeah but she's six and she started crying about trust, it and I'm trust like me it happens I wanted to go to that school right then and there and like start busting heads because I, I was heard, like it starts what? at that young of age trust me that's so sad. I've heard stories and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this world is crazy. It's starting at the age of four or five, whatever. Yeah, because I'm like, like, I love my child and she's pretty and she's funny and she likes to be bossy. So I'm surprised she's not like the bully in that school. <laughs> <laughs> but she like literally started crying yesterday. And I'm yeah. like, I know and my daughter gets along with people but I think for me like when I heard certain things I'm just like you need to stick up for your friends because you may be friends with two separate groups but when they're bullying that's not okay in any in any sense like at all like you need to stick up for the person who's being bullied regardless it doesn't matter like if that's your friend and the other person's your friend you're just like no like I'm not gonna be okay with this because mm-hmm. then they start like fighting for no reason why are you fighting like why are you well and that's rumors? like the situation ridiculous. we went through where I was like oh well, I'm not gonna stop being friends with somebody just because you're not friends with them but and yeah like, but then we're full they grown started ass rumors started fake rumors and these the other people wanted to believe it that's on them that just shows what kind of people they are well, so and it's that's like my point too is I try tried I've never lost a friend the way that I lost that friend before I've never lost a friend before and so when I went through that I was like what the flip is going on it was the weirdest experience of my life because literally there was no reason besides jealousy for it yeah and it like kept having like a ripple effect after the friendship Mm -hmm. ended where it like ended other relationships in my life and I was like what because I didn't want to not be friends with somebody yeah like this is happening it's it's just weird to me it's like I mean there's just evil in the world that you can't control and it's just like you know what bye-bye goodbye yeah there's there's a reason your life yeah there's a there's a good reason why people are not in your life absolutely because it's like no there's no benefit to having somebody like that in your life Mm-hmm. If they're willing to just like be nasty for absolutely no reason, then why would you even want them around? Like exactly, just, it, it creates that negativity. Like I, I know that from personal experience. When I have negativity around, like I feel like ugly inside. I'm just like oh, and I just 
I get this evilness almost. And I'm just like, I don't like that feeling. I, or even when my kids are being bad, like I get angry and I get this evil around me and I'm just like, no, like this, like, I don't like feeling like that. It gets me really depressed. And I I hate it. Yeah. And I normally just like shut down and will block somebody out and just won't ever talk to them ever again, because I'm like, there's no reason for me to have to go through that. And then it like will affect everything else in my life. There's no reason Mm -hmm. for that. So if I ever come across somebody that's negative or whatever like that, I'm just like, okay, well, goodbye then. Cause mm-hmm. pointless. Yeah, exactly. Like that's what I, I it's crazy. Cause I, I, I even see on TikTok, like I'll see videos and people are just so negative. Like why you don't know these people? Mm-hmm. Like, why do you care about their life? Don't follow them. Don't watch their videos. Like exactly. Leave them well, all. Why do you have to like, put yourself in it and say negative things? It's like mm-hmm. ridiculous. Well, and it's like, did you hear that um, story about that school shooting that happened this week in Michigan? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like that kid. I, I don't know because it's so fresh, but he doesn't really have a reason why he did what he did. Cause he mm-hmm. didn't even have any, um, people like people that he was specifically looking for he just was shooting and it's like it's so crazy to me that people will let whatever it is in their life affect something so much that they're willing to like ruin other people's lives because of it and it's like Mm -hmm. there's no point to that at all it's like you're ruining you're literally devastating people and you're gonna end up in prison for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. like what do you gain out of that nothing exactly it's like short time actions for long-term I think those kind of things are more mental health issues that or demons like that's true Satan. could be too yeah. yeah I mean could be both I mean all I know is when people do evil things like that or anything close to that there's obviously a huge mental health issue and it's not being helped or dealt with or they're possessed who knows yeah well because that morning he had met with the principal and his parents because of his behavioral issues. And then just hours later, he came back with a gun and shot people. Well, for one thing, why does he have access to a gun? Because his parents gave it to him and that's why they are in jail right now, charged with involuntary manslaughter. Well, that's good. Like they should be because Mm -hmm. that's why, like, even though I would want something like that for protection because of the weird people out there like could rob you or go into your house and try to kill you I would not want want that kind of thing in my house like I don't care I will find a different kind of weapon like or like a gun safe like but even then that scares me because what if for some reason somebody knows that you have that or what if your kids are like oh look at this thing like let me play with it like you know how kids can get like kind of um interested in like what things are how they work and yeah but not into a gun safe well I I don't know but who knows I just I don't feel comfortable having that in my house I personally wouldn't but I don't know because I'm I'm trying to find a place for me and my daughter to live on our own or with my sister and my niece too but and I would want protection in some way like at least yeah. cameras around my house and a dog or something. Yeah. I don't know. Cause yeah, guns scare me. Like mm-hmm. I, it's, I feel like it is your constitutional right to own firearms if you want, but I, they personally scare the shit out of me. Yeah. Like, I mean, like I, 
like a couple years ago, I want to say three or four years ago, like I shot one for the first time and I want to say that's hard. Mm-hmm. That's it's scary, really hard and, and scary. the kickback and yes. everything it is. It's scary. And I, I couldn't imagine having that in my house for me, no. just like at, being at a shooting range and, and like doing it. I, I, yeah. And knowing hard. how impulsive my child is. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she's she very something young. like that. Yeah. Like she'd be like, what is this? And then, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's what happens a lot of times you hear on the news, like Uh five-year-olds, four-year-olds end up shooting someone else because they found it. Or themselves. Exactly. It's so sad. It's just, Uh yeah, I understand certain people, why they need it or feel the need to have it. Yeah. But if you're not having it completely safe, like where nobody can get to it other than you, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't have it. Safety on bullets out in a gun safe. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just crazy. This world is, crazy. I don't know how we got into that. <laughs> I don't um, either. I don't know either, but um, that, that was a good story. <laughs> well, yeah. <was> sad, but <laughs> I, know. I, feel, I feel like I have heard that one before, but um probably a long time ago but also it sounds like a lot it's it, that's such a common like story of like mm-hmm. girls being and it's always girls you know that yep. it's never like boys being jealous of their because boys don't care <laughs> not like that no that's what they I'm usually saying. kill women their girlfriends vi- or their wives they don't kill yeah, their friends they, usually no, women are vindic- <laughs> well unless it's like some it's really rare though it's more likely uh, women friends to kill yes women are vindictive it's and they're crazy catty and i just don't that's why i didn't always like being friends with women because i'm just like well it's really rare to find a woman friend who's like not gonna get jealous of you or like be vindictive why like you shouldn't be jealous of your friend you should like build them up you know especially and that's how I feel but no that's not how women are yeah I'm not gonna build you up (laughs) I'm I'm gonna knock you down I'll knock you down to the ground (laughs) no Uh, but I you know it's crazy though like how people can get jealous over the weirdest things you know like if I have a friend who's prettier than me and I'm jealous of her First of all, why am I friends with her if I can't even be friends with her because I'm jealous? But yeah. I don't I don't get jealous when my friends are prettier of, than me. I'm usually like, dang girl, slay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely the prettiest of my friends, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the ugliest of my sisters, though. So no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm having a very uh what is it called? Uh, self-deprecating. Is that what it's called? I don't know. That sounds like maybe it sounds like you're, yeah. (laughs) It sounds like that. I, I feel the same way. I was texting earlier. I was like, I'm just not feeling it today. Yeah. I was just like in a weird place today. It's yeah, one of those days go through phases like that for sure. Mm-hmm. I know because my one of my sisters is going to California right now for to have like a wedding celebration, and I'm so sad because I can't be there. And literally, this is the second time she's gone to California, and I wasn't there, and we like miss each other every time. And so it's like it's crazy because 
I have. Um, Why four- wouldn't she come for Christmas instead to do it around? Because she time. couldn't. Because oh. her husband can't travel out during that time because he's in the Navy. But um, it's it's interesting because I have four sisters and two of them are married and I didn't go to either wedding because one of them got married in a courthouse while I was walking to my final exam. The other one got married online because it was COVID and now she's having a celebration in person. I'm not going to be there. Oh I God. never pictured my life being like that. I pictured going to some lavish wedding for my sister and being all happy for her. Oh, <laughs> they didn't want to wait. They just, some people don't care. Like I had a friend that just got married and she got married at the courthouse. Like that mm-hmm. means so much to people. Like they don't care about like the well, big things. My sister that got married at the courthouse, first of all, it was kind of like a shotgun wedding. She was pregnant at the time. Oh. And then <laughs> they kept saying, oh, we're going to have like a, uh getaway wedding or whatever they wanted to get married in Mexico or something like exotic and they they would invite all of us never mm-hmm. happened oh lovely. <laughs> married for like uh, well my nephew is the same age as my daughter so six years but oh. I'm, like, I'm like dang it I didn't get to go to that and then my other sister like I said got married during COVID she wasn't even with her husband when it happened so what yeah, oh, it happened crazy. virtually, Lovely. which is why she's going to California to go with his family and celebrate it in person. But it's just like a a tiny little thing. But I'm like, still, it sucks that I can't be there. Yeah. Like, she literally flew in today. Oh. I know. So sad. So if you ever get married, God forbid, but if you ever do, hopefully I'll be there. Well, I, yeah. That honor. Was- that definitely won't be anytime soon, but you no. definitely will be. And if I ever, I'm not in a rush ever. <laughs> yes, I better be too. <laughs> but I'm not in any rush, you know, because I, you know, as I get older, I'm just like, there's no need. Like, well, you already that have I, three kids. Like, yeah. I want more kids. I yeah. want it to happen. Step. Well, it's it's yeah, it's different for you. Like, I already did it, and I yeah, did it. Already, it obviously, you already got married. You already had kids. And got now divorced. Divorced. <laughs> dating somebody but it's you know I I just think about it and yeah it would be like fun to do like do it the way I really want to do it but (laughs) it's a serious thing at least no yeah but you know know. I I was thinking the other day about how I don't have a nickname for you and I decided it's Al Al? Mm -hmm. it sounds like a fat old man that's you, Al. Good old Al. <laughs> Somebody's all, well, why don't you call her Lisa or Lisa? Lisa. Yeah, and I'm all, no, it's Al. <laughs> Al. That's her nickname. It's I, I used Al. to say Allie. No, it's Al. You're like, no, I want to call you a fat <laughs> I have nicknames for everybody else in my life but you it's so weird and I'm like yeah and I'm the most important person in your life how dare you besides but don't call me Al (laughs) it's Al your your nickname's Al that's decided (laughs) yeah you're gonna call me next time and be like hey Al (laughs) hey Al what's going on and then it's gonna slowly turn into Albert for some reason I'm gonna call you Chi Che no Chi no Che (laughs) No, I'm gonna call you Chi. Chi Chi. All right, Al. Crazy <laughs> son of a bitch. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate it. If and we you love even you all. This long. <laughs> I know. This long. 
Really I know. good one. Okay. Goodbye. Bye everyone.